0: I've hosted over 500 strategy sessions. I've spoken to so many people and of course, through this YouTube channel, I get a lot of insight. And what I'm seeing are the same mistakes that people make year on, year out. In this video, I want to share with you my experience, what I've learned, and as well as that, what we can learn from others, so you don't have to make that mistake. If you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, financial freedom is very important for people because we all want to end up in this position where we have this passive income machine that pays us and then we don't have to go to work because we don't really like work, but we tell ourselves we do and then we can use that money to live the life we really want. One way we can do that is by buying productive assets like real estate in Australia. Use the passive income as well as the capital growth to grow equity to then build out a property portfolio. It sounds super simple, but very, very hard to execute. And that is why only less than 1% of the entire population in Australia own more than six properties. But the reality is you're probably gonna need to at least have five properties to have a machine that gives you passive income to retire financially free. So you might be watching this and you might have one property, you might be thinking about buying your first property, or you might have a portfolio already and you're looking at how you can trim the fat and make it more efficient. As a machine that we wanna hold long-term, we need something sustainable we need something that's efficient and that's going to actually meet our goals moving forward so the most important thing that we need to know is how do we buy that first property and make sure it's not a dud now one way you can make things easier for yourself is to outsource to the right team now that may be mortgage brokers that may be an accountant and that might be a buyer's agent now I'm going to leave the link in the description below with details to our website as well as a video on there around how we work as a buyer's agency if you're interested in getting that extra help having the right people around you that have gone there time and time again will definitely make it easier easier for you when you're buying your first property. What I've seen so far is that people that go out there and they try guesswork to go and buy their first property, that's traditionally when they've made a mistake. I've spoken to some people who've gone out and bought a property because their parents or their uncles told them that it's a good area, you should buy something. And because it's in Sydney, it should grow. Most likely go into the Western Sydney suburbs, buy an apartment and think, hey, well, this is great because I can live here for six months, don't have to answer to my parents. And then I've got an excuse to actually move out. Plus, I have an investment property, which in Sydney means it goes up and that's unfortunately not the truth. If we look back even before the pandemic kicked in, you've had areas with high amounts of supply, but unfortunately we would rather listen to some random uncle or our dad who did this like 50 years ago instead of actually looking at real data and potentially outsourcing that. The basic law of economics is a good place to start. When you see there's more demand than supply, you're probably in a good space, but that can change. We're in a volatile market and now we're seeing demand destruction. With interest rates going up, it's very difficult to use the same things that worked a year ago to now use the same set of data as well as the same set of tools to think hey this could work as well. You've then got other people trying to sell you a course to say well you know what you don't need a buyer's agent you could do this yourself and this is how. But the reality is if you don't know the tools and you don't know how to do this on top of the fact that you don't even have time that's probably when it's a good idea to outsource these things. Just like I would love to learn about how to do dentistry as well as fix my car I personally don't have a passion for it which means my studying and practical knowledge will only take me so far. I would rather go out to people that actually love this sort of stuff and they're going to go the extra mile. So, one of the first things I learned very early on is to know when there's a salesy pitch and there's not a salesy pitch. You're going out to this life property event and you see them selling you stuff like house and land packages as well as off-the-plan properties. I would say steer away. Now, I can't give you financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor, but I do have about eight years of active experience in investing in real estate. On top of that, I did research for about four years before that. I have a bit of an understanding of what to look out for, especially when you're in this industry. The real estate industry here in Australia is pathetic. The amount of regulation that goes into it is next to nothing and that's where you breed bad operators. Now, there are a handful of good operators. You have to be careful. I know plenty of people that have been scammed and they lose tens of thousands of dollars. That's hard-earned money that you've put away thinking that you can trust someone, go out there and try and build a property portfolio or just buy a new development. Please do your due diligence. So, after understanding this early on in my process, I knew that if there was a flashy brochure or something flashy that was coming to me, I didn't want to look at it. So, I opted to go for more established properties and that's what we continue to do so with our own agency for me personally I'm still buying established properties I like it for the fact that I can go out buy them where no one really wants to buy them and then be able to go and increase the value manufacture my own equity and then have the rental demand that's increasing as well in that location versus when I go and buy a place where it's in a new growth corridor a new suburb all the fancy lingo to suggest that this is the next best place I don't know if that's going to perform and there's too much risk for me to go out there, especially if it is my first property. Now, some people have been lucky, and that's the difference. We don't wanna just count on luck to get us through this. When you're going out there and you're trying to build a property portfolio, less than 1% of Australians even get to that point, you need to ask yourself, what are they doing that I'm not? If you're just relying simply on tools and data online, you're probably gonna make a mistake at some point. What we wanna do is reduce and eliminate those risks as we go through. And that's where you need to be active in that market. You need to be observing it. You need to be knowing happening day in day out with the listings as well as off-market opportunities when you're looking at that area that's gonna really give you an idea of what's happening in real time versus looking at data online that lags behind three months the other mistake I see people make is that they think that just because it's an expensive property means it's gonna grow faster and it's a better opportunity than something that's cheaper that is definitely not true I bought my first property for 190000 hundred and ninety thousand and at the time there was still property selling for three to four hundred thousand dollars and yes it doesn't sound like a lot today but back then that's almost twice as much as I was buying my property for. And then back then I was getting told the same thing. It's close to capital city, it's in a metro market, which means it's blue chip. And if you have a property that gives you good cash flow, that means you're getting no capital growth. That's not the case. You can go out there, you can find property that gives you cash flow, as well as the fact that it's got capital growth. I would go on to argue that if you pick the area well enough, the demand will drive rental growth as well as capital growth. In a lot of metro markets, especially before the rental crisis started, you had a lot of these capital city markets plateauing. Their rental yields were dropping and now you're in a position where the yields might be stabilizing or even declining because the house prices have grown so much. But in these other areas, there's still opportunity. And that's why I urge you to go out there and think beyond what your parents say, beyond what a couple of friends think that they know about property. Now, I'm not saying and coming out here claiming that I know everything about real estate, but when you run a buyer's agency and you understand four to five different states and look at 40 to 50 different suburbs, you get a fairly good understanding of what works and doesn't work. You couple that with the fact that you're talking to about 30 to 40 new investors and established investors every week, you start getting patterns. And with that consumer behavior patterns, you can understand where we're probably headed over the next six, nine, and 12 months. It's very interesting to see the fear that's in the system is very comparative to what happened in 2020. I did predict in 2020 that we're going to have a massive housing boom when the economists were coming out and saying, no, we're going to have the biggest property decline ever in Australia. You should definitely go check out that video here where I compare the things I got wrong and the things I got right. So definitely go check that one out. But as someone that's starting out for the first time, I urge you, take some time, understand what you're getting yourself into because yes, property has gone up and you're looking at the long-term view. So eventually it probably will go up. But in the meantime, if you can do it in a more efficient way, you're understanding the rules of the game means you can move faster and you can stay in the game longer. And that is my final point in this video. Just because I talk about the long-term and how property is long-term building those asset bases for 10, 15, 20 years from now, doesn't mean you can't be fast with your hands. You can go out there, build real estate portfolios fairly quickly if you know what you're doing going out and buying a property under market value going out there and ensuring that you know you've got borrowing for your next two or three properties means that you're setting yourself up for success you're not just going out there hoping that things work out for you and then ultimately get to two or three properties and get stuck if you are interested in getting more help there's a link in the description below if you enjoyed these videos then definitely smash the subscribe button and i urge you guys to check out the other ones i'll catch you guys in the next one thanks guys